What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name's Kyle. Tonight, uh, it is October 18th. We're going to go over all of my start-sit charts for the weekend. Uh, there should be a link in the description, and I'll probably put one in the comments after the video for you guys. So you guys can check all that out there. Uh, we'll go over all the games this weekend. There's 13 games, and then uh, we'll answer start-sit questions kind of throughout the show. Uh, but let's get right into it. we got six teams on by Carolina, Cincinnati, Dallas, Houston, the Jets, and Tennessee. So it's a tough one. I'm sure I'm sure you guys got a lot of players on these teams, and we're going to have to face the buys. Uh, I know one team that I have is decimated by some of these buys with Bengals and Cowboys. But either way, we're going to hop right into it here. We're going to look at the Thursday night football game. We have the Jags at the Saints. Not super excited about this one. We have Trevor Lawrence kind of coming in gimpy. I think he's going to play. He's a fringe QB1. It's a tough matchup at New Orleans. So if you guys are streaming quarterbacks, you might find like a Matthew Stafford, a Sam Howell, a Jordan Love, someone that might be better. So I still have him as a top 12 QB just because, you know, with all the buys, but he's not a strong play. I think ETN's fine. Yeah, you're playing ETN. Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk should be in your lineups, uh, even though it is a tougher matchup for these guys. Uh, but I think Evan Ingram probably going to play Evan Ingram, even though it's a pretty tough matchup. You know, the Saints defense good. It's in New Orleans. I'm slightly concerned. It's a low point total in this one as well. Only 39 points projected in this game. Uh, that Jags defense is startable. Uh, and then Zay Jones questionable. He's actually been downgraded to out. So that's why I'm okay with Ridley and Kirk in this one. Tank Bigsby, no thank you. On the Saints side, the offense has not been exactly lighting up the scoreboard. I think Derek Carr is just a super flex option for you guys. I think Alvin Kamara is in your lineup. We like his matchup. And Chris Olave finally came through last weekend for us. So I'm playing Chris Olave. Yes. Taysom Hill came out last weekend and got a he got a career high as a receiver and he still got a carry he even threw the ball uh Taysom Hill can be your tight end streamer this weekend if you need somebody and then we know what Michael Thomas is he's you know four or five catches for 50 yards or something like that and uh, otherwise there's really nobody else here I think you can start the Saints defense um they're, they're still probably a top 10 top 12 play we love their defense they should be owned for the rest of the season and then we're going to leave Kendra Miller Rashid Shahid on the bench Jawan Johnson's probably not playing and then we'll see about Jamal Williams I don't think we're going to use Jamal Williams tomorrow night if he's in but I want to see what his workload looks like and um he's maybe a stash or hold in deeper league so uh, we'll move on to the Sunday early games no London game this weekend good evening to Jerry good evening to Harris uh, good evening to Ryan and good evening to David. He's coming in hot with the Rashad White or Roshan if he plays. Yeah, it's too hard to tell right now. Roshan didn't practice today. So right now it's not trending good. You know, he's been out for a while. And the fact that he's not practicing yet is a concern. So the answer might be decided for you. Uh, I think right now you probably lean Rashad White. But if Roshan plays, I'm going to play Roshan. Um, and we'll talk about that here with this Bears game. Raiders at the Bears. Raiders picked a win by three. It's the battle of the backup quarterbacks, Brian Hoyer versus Tyson Badgent. Uh, on the Raiders side, you're starting Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams still. I think Jacoby Myers is in play as well. We're just going to turn down our expectations a little bit for these guys. But Brian Hoyer's fine. You know, he can keep the offense on track. They're going to give Josh Jacobs the ball a ton. He might be one of the best running back plays this weekend. And uh, he's definitely been heating up and looking a lot better. So I like Jacobs the most. Adams and Myers, I'm still putting in my lineup. And then if you guys need a sleeper tight end, last weekend we finally saw rookie Michael Mayer uh, be utilized in this offense, 5 for 75. He's worth putting on the end of your bench in deeper leagues and seeing what happens. I don't know if I want to start him in this game unless, you know, like you have a desperate situation. I'm fine with it. Uh, the Bears do allow tight end points here, so it's not a terrible matchup. But uh, I just want to call caution uh, and maybe pick him up, see what he does tomorrow night, and we can maybe use him going forward. Uh, the Raiders defense is startable. Renfro is probably getting traded and Jimmy Garoppolo doubtful uh, on the Bears side here. 
it's kind of doom and gloom, man. I don't really know much about Tyson Bajan. I just know this offense isn't going to look great. Um, we know Justin Fields is out for the next game or two, so it's probably Bajan going forward. We're waiting on Roshan Johnson. He didn't practice today, which is making me lean towards Deonta Foreman being startable. If no Roshan Johnson, if Roshan plays, I think we can play him. DJ Moore, I still want to leave him in my lineup. I think I think he can be a wide receiver three flex. We obviously know there's a risk with the floor here. Uh, and then Cole Komet, I'm not super in love with Cole Komet, but he is touchdown dependent. I would shy away from using Bears this weekend, obviously. I think DJ Moore is the only guy that's probably locked into my starting lineup, so I'll stick with that. Say no to the Bears defense, leave these other guys here on the bench. But ugly game here in Chicago. Raiders looking like they can uh, ride a, a nice little win streak here. Browns at Colts. Let me see what we got brewing here in the comments. Uh, also, thoughts on picking up Miko Hardman and Fournette. They're available in my league. I mean, I just I don't think we're going to see any value in the receivers out of Kansas City. It looks like Rashi Rice is the guy that you want to own going forward. But the way that they rotate their receivers, it's a mess. You know, we're talking MBS. We're talking Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, Rashi Rice. They have a couple other guys. Justin Watson's hurt right now. But they just rotate too much here where I'm never going to feel comfortable starting a KC receiver. So I think Miko can stay on the bench. And if you have the room... To stash Fournette, sure, I'm fine with it. I just I don't know if he's ever going to be fantasy relevant. Um, he's probably going to sign somewhere where he's like the number two or number three at worst. So he's a deep stash, not someone that I'm like rushing to get though off the waiver wire. Maybe if he signs with the Rams, that would be his best spot, but not super excited about either one. I would say Fournette more than Hardman though, David. Musgrave or Mayor, full PPR. I'm going to roll with Musgrave. We, we, we want to take advantage of that matchup. Uh, of the Denver Broncos. Broncos are allowing the most fantasy points per game right now, just to all positions as a whole. And if I go all the way down to tight end, the Broncos are the worst. They've allowed three touchdowns. They've allowed the most yards to tight end. And it looks like the third or fourth most reception. So it's a great spot for Musgrave. It's a great spot for the Packers coming off of a bye week. Maybe they get him more involved. I'm going to lean with Musgrave here, but I do want to, I do want to watch for Meyer tomorrow night or uh, on Sunday to see how he's looking. Um, I'll get to Harris's question in a second. I do want to cover the next game. Browns at the Colts. Start your Browns defense in this one. Browns minus two, over under of 39. We're waiting for Deshaun Watson. Uh, his interview didn't sound great today. He obviously wants to play. I don't know if he's going to be able to play, and it sounds like this shoulder injury is going to limit him for the rest of the season. So he's not necessarily a hold in one QB leagues. I think he's more of a super flex QB two. I want to play Jerome Ford this weekend. He's still the lead back here. Uh, Amari Cooper is going to continue to make plays. David Njoku is a low-end tight end one. And then you're looking at Elijah Moore, maybe just because of bye weeks, he might be a low-end wide receiver three flex play. Uh, and then Kareem Hunt did score the touchdown last weekend, and he did eat into Jerome Ford's workload. So, you know, if you need someone and you're desperate for running back two flex spot, Hunt could be the guy. Uh, I don't hate that play there. And, yeah, obviously we're starting, we're starting the Browns defense. We'll leave DPJ on the bench. And then I do think PJ Walker, you know, if he gets to start, he's viable in super flex league. So keep an eye out for him uh, on the Colts side. This Browns defense is legit. I don't want to mess with it. So I'm leaving Gardner Minshew on my bench, even in super flex leagues. He's an emergency super flex QB two only. I still want to play Pittman, even though it's a tough matchup, he should still get enough volume as a receiver to have a decent floor game. Uh, I, I do think Jonathan Taylor is probably the lead back this weekend. Uh, they did ramp up his workload last weekend again. So if he takes another step forward in his workload, he's going to be the lead back. So it's a matter of time there. Probably not going to start Zach Moss. If I had to choose one, I'm starting JT over Moss. And then Josh Downs might be a guy you whip out as a wide receiver, three flex, just with the bye weeks this weekend. But he's purely a PPR play. Say no to that Colts defense. And then uh, I'm not sure what's up with Granson, but I noticed he was not playing today. So kind of an ugly game here. 
Browns should control the line of scrimmage in this one. Uh, we'll move on to the Bills at the Patriots. Let's get caught up on some questions here. Harris is asking, pick two non-PPR. Marquise, Drake London, Zay Flowers, Jalen Warren, and Roshan Johnson. Uh, yeah, we're still waiting on the health of Roshan Johnson. I think in a non-PPR format, I mean, Drake London's been playing pretty well. Um, and so has Zay Flowers. Marquise Brown, though, is a guy that I, I do like. He's also got a, he's got the best matchup on paper. So I think I'm leaving Marquise Brown in the lineup this weekend as one of the two options. And then probably the next best guy, I'm probably going to roll with Drake London. He's been playing pretty hot. I know, um, I know the matchup's decent here for Zay Flowers, but he's, to me, he's more of a PPR play. So I'm going to say Marquise London are the two that I'm looking at here. Pittman or Watson, full PPR. I'm going to go Christian Watson. Again, we want to take advantage of that Denver Broncos passing defense here. Um, Watson coming back, he's finally healthy. We might see him get opened up. And he's been like, in two games, he's been really close to, you know, busting some really big plays. He's actually was able to bust one on the Monday Night Football game, but couldn't get into the end zone. So I'm going to lean Watson there, Ryan. Uh, let's see. Pick one, non-PPR, Mike Evans, Jordan Addison, or Alexander Madison. Non-PPR. Hmm. On paper, it's a tough matchup for Mike Evans. Um, Jordan Addison going up against the 49ers. It's it's technically a tough matchup, but the 49ers are actually kind of middle of the road here against wide receivers. It ultimately is going to come down to who I think has more targets. Uh, I'm probably going to lean with Mike Evans. I, I kind of trust Mike Evans a little bit more. I'm not really entertained with Alexander Madison. So it's between the two receivers for me. I'm going to say Mike Evans is probably the guy I'm going to go with. An update on Tyler Lockett. Let's take a look at that. I'm not sure. I know DK Metcalf did not practice today. Let's take a peek here. Uh, Tyler Lockett limited with a hamstring. I don't know much. I, I can't remember if he uh, was limited with this any time before. Uh, but the fact that he's able to practice, typically from what I gathered, Wednesday is, if you play on Sunday, Wednesday is typically your first walkthrough practice day where they're kind of installing the offense and working on the new plays that are going to be coming in. So the fact that he's limited, it should be fine. I'm not too concerned uh, on Tyler Lockett. If he were to be downgraded to DNP tomorrow or Friday, I would be concerned. But I think he's uh, – I think they're – you know, after – the team's already had their bye week, so they're, they're probably just being cautious with some of their better players. Uh, but let's cover the Bills at the Patriots. Kind of another ugly game here. Bills by nine, 41 and a half implied in this one. I did see Josh Allen pop up on the practice report, but he sounds like he's going to be fine. He's going to play. Uh, it's it's the Patriots. We expect the Bills to put up points. So Josh Allen is in our lineup. Uh, James Cook is a low-end RB2. Probably looks better as a flex play, but with the bye weeks, I can see you wanting to get James Cook in your lineup. Stephon Diggs, yes. I think Gabe Davis is worth the play, man. I know he didn't really come through for us last weekend, but four out of six games, he scored a touchdown for us. Pretty good odds there. He finds one against the Patriots, and they're they're not so good defense right now. And then I just want to note, just because of the bye weeks, Latavius Murray is usable as a low end RB two play. He does look better uh, in a in a non PPR format because he's more touchdown dependent and he doesn't get too involved as a receiver. Uh, but he still looks good. He's the oldest running back in the league, and he's still doing it. And uh, we know Damian Harris is not playing, so that puts more on the plate for Cook, more on the plate for Murray. I think both guys are in use. Start that Bills defense. I'm not starting a Buffalo tight end at the moment right now. Uh, on the Patriots side, I do think Ramondre Stevenson showing some promise last weekend. He finally had a decent game. Uh, hopefully he can build on that in a tough matchup against the Bills. But, hey, if he continues catching passes, that's what we signed up for. I do think Kendrick Bourne's probably the wide receiver that if I had to own one Patriots receiver for the rest of the year, it's probably Kendrick Bourne. I 
can't really recommend to start him. He's more of an emergency play, uh, but I do have to note that, hey, he, he might be flexible and maybe Ezekiel Elliott flexible, but otherwise, to me, it's really only Ramondre that's usable, and these guys are more emergency plays. Say no to the Bills or to the Patriots defense, Mac, Henry, and Devontae Parker just say no. Uh, ugly game here for the Patriots. And uh, the Patriots are looking like they could be on track for a top five pick. Uh, Commanders at the Giants. We'll get to this one in a second. Let's get updated here. Mike Evans or Zay Flowers, full PPR. Um, just the weight of Mike Evans' name makes me want to play Mike Evans. It's against Atlanta. I know Atlanta technically has a decent receiver you know, matchup. They don't allow a lot of wide receiver points. But I'm still open to Mike Evans uh, having a big game here. Um, Zay Flowers has been safe. So if you want to go with the safe play, I think you take Zay Flowers. It's a good matchup at home against the Lions. So I do like Zay Flowers. For me, I'm probably going to go with Mike Evans, though. It's in Tampa Bay. They had a bad offensive game last weekend. And Tampa Bay could really take control of the division here by beating Atlanta. So uh, Mike Evans usually shows up in divisional games. I'm going to lean Mike Evans, but Harris, they're both they're both good plays here. So I wouldn't sweat your decision too much. Uh, David says, is Craig Reynolds startable this weekend? So uh, I did notice Reynolds did not practice today. Jameer Gibbs did practice today. So we're assuming Monty out. Craig Reynolds limited with a ham or did not practice with a hamstring. So if he doesn't practice tomorrow, I'm concerned. Um, even if I, I think we're going to see Jameer Gibbs play. Um, so if Jameer Gibbs plays, I'm probably not super excited about Craig Reynolds. It's going to probably be some sort of, you know, 40, 60 split. The one game where Monty missed this year, they did use Jameer Gibbs a lot, but again, coming off a hamstring injury, it's probably gonna be some kind of split. So this one's going to take some time, David, we're going to need Thursday and Friday's practice reports to really sort this one out. It's looking like Gibbs is going to play. So I'm probably leaving Reynolds on the bench. Uh, but I still want to stash him just in case because I don't think Montgomery's playing next weekend either. So we'll we'll see about this. But I think for right now, I'm going to advise against Greg Reynolds. Uh, and the Ravens' defense is solid. They've only allowed two touchdowns all year to the running back. They allow about 18 points per game in full PPR here. So it is a tough matchup for the, the Lions running backs. Jerry says, Gibbs, McLaughlin, Zach Evans, Algier, Foreman, if Roshan is out, could you rank one through three for me this week? Okay, um, I I'm gonna I'm gonna cross off Algier. I, I'm not excited about Algier. I think if Roshan's out, he might be one of the the top options for you. Um, but we'll we'll have to see too because if if Craig Reynolds is out, then yeah, I want to play Gibbs. I, I think I'm gonna play Gibbs no matter what in full PPR with him having his first game back. I'm honestly pretty nervous about the entire Rams backfield. We don't know who it's gonna be, whether it's Evans, Royce Freeman. You know, they also brought in Miles Gaskin and they brought in Daryl Henderson, too. So I think the fact that they haven't named a starter concerns me. I'm probably not trying to mess with the with the Rams backfield. I kind of want to see what it looks like before I start that player. So uh, to me, the three guys that I'm looking at are Gibbs, McLaughlin and Foreman. Um, the other part of Denver here, too, is is Samaje Pirine going to play? It looks like he practiced in full today, so he's fine. Um, I'm probably going to rank them as Gibbs, Foreman, McLaughlin, Evans, Algier. That's probably what I would do, but, uh, we're going to need more information, Jerry. Uh, we're, we're still waiting on again, Craig Reynolds, Roshan Johnson need a little bit more information on that decision. Should we trust Pat Frymuth this weekend? I think so. Andrew, um, uh, Pat Frymuth, the hamstring thing, 
He's able to get a full practice in, which is, I love to see. The fact that he wasn't limited in his first day back is a great sign. He's already said he's playing. He's expected to play. Uh, the matchup here uh, going up against the L.A. Rams. Rams are the 29th ranked team here, so they do allow a lot of tight end points here. I think it's a good spot for Pat Frymuth. And just with the nature of everybody having a lot of buys and not having a lot of options, maybe on tight end right now, I, I do think Pat Frymuth can be – trusted this weekend but i want to cover the commanders and the giants uh, before we get to some more questions here commanders picked to win by two 39 and a half so it's a pretty low total i think sam howell's a qb1 this weekend he's been a qb1 five games out of six this year if not a fringe qb1 so i think we should embrace sam howell in this one even though it's at new york uh you're starting brian robinson i think you're starting terry mclaurin and you're starting curtis samuel the question is do i start logan thomas i know he disappointed us last weekend he's more of a dice roll but again with all the buys and stuff you might be kind of scrapped and not have a lot of options so i put him as a tight end one just in case i'm open to starting the commander's defense but not really because their secondary is so bad they're more of a desperation play and then Jahan Dotson, man, you just can't get it going. Still holding on to him in 12 and deeper man leagues, but we need to see it before we we, we start it. Uh, Gibson and Rodriguez down there will leave on the bench. On the Giants side, I'm waiting for Daniel Jones. Did he? I think he didn't practice again today. Oh, he got a limited day in today. So Daniel Jones is on track to play, which would lift some of the guys in this offense. Saquon Barkley, you're starting. I think in a full PPR league, you're starting Wandale Robinson. Make sure he's not available in your waiver wires because the dude's been getting a lot of work the last three games. It's been his first three games of the year, and I think he's got five, five, and six catches in those games. Had his best game last weekend. To me, he is the Giants' number one target. So I like Wandale. He should be stashed and maybe even flexed this weekend. I'm okay with starting Darren Waller. And then I think Darius Slayton's kind of separated himself as, as the best receiver. If you're in a pinch and you need a wide receiver this weekend, Wandale will be my first choice. Otherwise, I'm okay with Slayton. Again, this commander's defense, man, it's one of the worst teams guarding the wide receiver. We've seen DJ Moore blow up against them. And last weekend, we saw... Desmond Ritter lit him up for over 300 yards. Drake London had a great game. The tight ends had a great game. So commander's defense, we want to take advantage of that with their, our pass catchers. Uh, otherwise, maybe the Giants defense, but probably not. You're going to leave Jalen Hyatt on the bench. Um, it's looking bad for the Giants, so we'll see what they can do at home against the commanders. Jerry says, Madison, Rashad White, Jay Taylor, Warren, Addison, Pickens, and Dobbs. I need to start two running backs, one receiver, one flex, full PPR. So the two running backs... Um, I'm going to start, I think I'm going to start Jonathan Taylor and Jalen Warren. Uh, I just, I've not been super excited about Rashad White. Um, I have him ranked as a flex in this, in this Falcons matchup. The Falcons are pretty good against the opponent running backs. They allowed B, uh, Brian Robinson to catch one last weekend and they allowed Gibson to catch one last weekend, but those are hard to trust. So I'm going to say Jonathan Taylor and Warren would be the two that I'm choosing. If you're skittish on those guys, I would play Madison over Rashad White. Uh, with Pickens and Dobbs and Addison, the one receiver I'm going to start over those guys is probably Jordan Addison. And then the flex, the flex, I guess I will, let's see, full PPR flex. I think I'm going to play Romeo Dobbs. I know he had a bad game last weekend, but again, it's this, this Denver Broncos defense. It's just not very good. Um, so I'm going to lean with Taylor Warren, Addison Dobbs would be my choice there for you. Good evening to Charlene. Hope you're doing well. Um, yep, 6-0, we got it. And, uh, yeah, this weekend sucks. Like, I've already accepted the losses in a couple leagues. 
you know, my teams where I have Jamar Chase and CD Lamb and a couple other guys, it's not my favorite weekend. So, but hey, you're six and oh, you got insurance on your season here. You're headed towards uh, maybe a first round buy. We'll see. So keep it up, Charlene. Mike Evans or Aaron Jones, full PPR. It's tough because Aaron Jones just isn't healthy. We're not sure yet. I think he was limited today. The fact that he wasn't full, still a little bit concerning, but the Packers kind of let everybody be limited today. Um, again, if Aaron Jones plays, it's one of the best matchups on paper that the Packers are going to get all year. Broncos allow the most running back points here, so I'm going to lean with Aaron Jones, assuming everything continues to, uh, to, to stick well. And hey, thank you, Charlene. Having a great evening hanging out with you guys. Uh, let me get over to the Falcons and the Buccaneers before we get to more questions, guys. Tampa Bay picked a win by two and a half, 38 and a half total implied in this one. On the Falcons side, Desmond Ritter, he's been playing good for fantasy the last two games here, but he has not been playing good football. And there are rumors that, you know, Taylor Heineke could get some starts at some point soon. So be cautious of that. I think Ritter's only a super flex option and I'm not super excited about it. You're playing Bijan, you're playing London, and I think, is Kyle Pitts back? I think he might be back. I, I want to continue starting Kyle Pitts if I have him. And guess what? Jonu Smith, too. The Falcons use the tight ends the most of any team in the NFL right now. I think both Pitts and Jonu Smith are startable uh, against Tampa Bay here. Maybe start the Falcons defense, but probably not. Algier, Matt Collins, Van Jefferson will leave those guys on the bench. On Tampa Bay side, Baker Mayfield can be your super flex QB, too. I'm fine with that. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, I want to get these guys in my lineup. And then Rashad White's the real questionable one because he just hasn't looked good lately. Um, they actually started to use Keyshawn Vaughn a little bit as the running back in the second half last weekend. So I'm pumping the brakes on Rashad White. We do know that the Falcons are pretty stingy against opponent running backs. Um, they allowed two receiving touchdowns last week. But other than that, like they just they don't allow teams to perform well with the running back position. So uh, I, I probably don't love Rashad White this weekend here. Tampa Bay should be able to take in, uh, take control of this one. I think I'm starting Tampa Bay's defense at home against the Falcons. Ritter's been kind of, you know, throwing some interceptions and things like that. Let me get, uh, we'll get to the Lions-Ravens in a second here, but let's get over some questions. James Cook or Ridley on Thursday? Um, I mean, on paper, it is a tough matchup for Ridley going up against the New Orleans Saints, I think the hesitation for me is going to be with Trevor Lawrence not being 100%. I'm probably going to wait for James Cook. Uh, it's, a, it's a decent matchup against the, the New England Patriots. It's in New England, though. And James Cook has been kind of losing work to, um, to Latavius Murray. So I do have questions there. I'm probably going to keep Calvin Ridley in the lineup. I think he's safe for seven to eight points. Um and yeah, if he catches the touchdown, you're in for a good night. So I'm going to lean Calvin Ridley here. Sport dog, good evening. My 18 PPR has two receivers and two flex. I will use Amon Ra. Here's my other receivers. I need three total. Josh Palmer, Gabe Davis, Watson, Dobbs, and I picked up Rashi Rice. Any ideas? Okay, we need two receivers and two flex. I mean, Josh Palmer's looked pretty good. He looked good the other night, so I like him. Uh, I do think you got to play one of the Packer guys. Uh, we're going to play Christian Watson, so let's lock him in as the top guy here. Um, I really like Rashi Rice, man. I think he's in for a good uh, second half of the season. He gets the Chargers, and that Charger game could be kind of fun. So uh, what I think I'm going to tell you here, Sport Dog, is you got Amon Ra and you need three more spots. So we're going to go Christian Watson, 
Josh Palmer and Rashi Rice. I want to get two receivers in that game because I think it could be pretty high scoring back and forth. Uh, we'll leave Gabe Davis and Romeo Dobbs there on the bench. Uh, good evening to Matt, half PPR, James Cook or Ridley on Thursday. We got uh, the question here. I think I answered that one for you. We're going to go with Calvin Ridley. Did you talk about Charbonnet? I came in late. I haven't gotten to the Seahawks game yet. I think they're they're on the list soon. Uh, but I'll quick I'll quick give you the update on Charbonnet. I know he was did he miss practice today? DMP with a hamstring. So, but hey, we're at the point of the season where like Wednesday is typically your walkthrough day, so it's not a big deal if the player misses practice on Wednesday. Uh, it is a bigger. I think Thursday is the heaviest workload day for most practices. So I will be concerned if Charbonnet misses tomorrow. That's bad news. But we did see last week DK Metcalf missed Wednesday and Thursday, and he still played. So uh, maybe that's not gospel. But uh, either way, Charbonnet, hamstring injury, Seahawks have already had their bye. They're going to lean towards being a little bit more cautious. So uh, we'll need more information on Charbonnet there, uh, Charlene. Uh, let's go over the Lions and the Ravens. This is a good game. Um, this is like a semi-playoff style game here. Lions at Baltimore, minus three for Ravens, 42 over uh, under in this game. Jared Goff has been playing lights out. Uh, I think the injuries to the running back limit this team uh, offensively, but we saw last weekend Jared Goff was still able to throw the ball a lot and have success doing so against the Buccaneers. So I have him as a QB2. If you need to stream him as your QB1, I'm fine with it. We trust Jared Goff. He's one of those players that uh, I don't mind having out there no matter what the matchup is right now. Jameer Gibbs, if he plays, I'm going to play him as a low-end RB2, specifically in PPR formats. You're playing Amon Ross St. Brown everywhere. I think we're playing Sam Laporta everywhere. Didn't have a great game last weekend, but he had, what, 10-11 targets? Love to see that. Josh Reynolds is an interesting flex. Uh, and then, again, Craig Reynolds, we kind of talked about him earlier in the show. He didn't practice today. We'll need more information. Uh, but if if Craig Reynolds plays and Jameer Gibbs plays, I don't think I want to play Craig Reynolds. I'm going to lean into Gibbs here. Craig Reynolds is only usable if no Jameer Gibbs. Maybe the Lions defense, but probably not. Jamison Williams, David Montgomery, leave those guys on the bench. I, I, I do want to note Jamison Williams did have the nice touchdown play, but he only ran nine routes in the game. They're still not letting him – uh, be a starter in this offense yet. So I think you're 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 playing with fire if you want to play Jameson Williams this week just yet. We need to see more data on his usage trending upwards. Now with the Ravens, you're starting Lamar Jackson. I think Zay Flowers has earned himself a wide receiver three flex role. You're starting Mark Andrews. Uh, but hey, the Lions are pretty good defensively. They don't allow a lot of running back points. I think they actually allow the fewest. And yeah, they rank number one against opponent uh, allowing running back points here. So 12.13 PPR points per game. If you divide that down the middle for Hill and Edwards, that's what, six points each. So it's not a great spot start for either one. If I had to play one, it's probably Justice Hill just because he catches a little bit more. Um, so both guys low end plays, but with bye weeks, I get it. Uh, Ravens defense is startable just again, cause the running backs are pretty wounded right now. It's in Baltimore. It's a decent low scoring game. I'd rather play the Ravens. I think at home here than the lions defense Beckham Aguilar Bateman will leave those jokesters on the bench. And then let's get into the Sunday late games and I'll get into some more questions here. Steelers at the Rams Rams, a huge question mark with their running backs into this one Rams picked to win by three 43 implied point total uh, on the Steelers side coming off a bye. They're feeling good. They're getting Deontay and big Pat back. Kenny Pickett just a QB two for super flex leagues. I'm officially ranking Jalen Warren ahead of Najee Harris. 
until further notice. Uh, I want to play Jalen Warren in full PPR leagues. He's been locked into 8 to 12 fantasy points per game, and he does look better than Najee Harris in pretty much every metric. Pat Frymuth, you can stream as your tight end one. The fact that he was full practice is a good sign that he's not going to be limited. Uh, and then Pickens, Deontay. I'm playing Deontay if you have him. Like We waited for him. He said last week that he's been ready to go, um, and he was full practice today. So I think it's wheels up for for, for Frymuth and for Deontay Johnson. I'm probably not even going to play Najee Harris. If you have to, I get it, but he's just a low-end RB2 play. He's essentially Gus Edwards at this point, guys. Startable for the Steelers defense, but not in love with it. Robinson, Calvin Austin now on our bench. Uh, looking at the Rams side, I, I probably should move Matthew Stafford up into the QB1 range. I'm, I think I'm going to be recommending him as a start this week. Just with the the questions at running back, we don't know what Zach Evans, Royce Freeman, uh, Daryl Henderson and Miles Gaskin are going to do. The Rams might just lean into the passing game. Cooper Cup is back. He's in our lineups. Puka Nakua, he dropped a touchdown last weekend, so I know it was his first bad game of the year, but it could have been just another standard Puka Nakua game. So keep him in your lineup. He's still a wide receiver too for me. And then, yeah, the question comes in with who do I use at the running back spot? They don't really trust Zach Evans. Uh, I'm not sure on his ability to, to pass block and to catch on the backfield. I think they're going to use Royce Freeman for a lot of the third down and, and receiving work here. So to me, if I had to start one, it's probably Zach Evans, but I just, I really don't feel great about it, guys. I, I kind of want to wait and see what this looks like before I trust it. But if I had to own one, it would be Zach Evans. And then Royce Freeman, Tutu Atwell, Higby, we'll leave these jokesters on the bench here. But fun game. Steelers coming off a bye. Rams, a lot of question marks in their backfield. Let me get caught up on some questions here. Brian says, start Daniel Jones, T-Law, or Carr? Hmm. Well, you got Lawrence and Carr playing tomorrow night. I do think the opportunity for Daniel Jones is pretty good this weekend, and the fact that he was limited today. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Daniel Jones is on track to play. It's a pretty good matchup. Um you know, going up against the commander's defense, man, they allow a ton of points to the quarterback position. So I'm probably going to hold out hope for Daniel Jones. Um, if, if we see tomorrow that Daniel Jones is going to like, if they announce, yeah, he's going to play, I'm probably going to lean Daniel Jones. If I had to choose between Lawrence and Carr, I'm probably taking Trevor Lawrence tomorrow night. Um, so I would rank them Jones law Carr is how I would do it. Uh, Desmond Ritter, Kenny Pickett, Harris. I'm going to go with Kenny Pickett in this one. Um, coming off a bye, all those dudes are healthy. The offense hopefully takes a step forward after the bye and gets uh, a little bit better. So I'm going to go Kenny Pickett. Evans or Michael Pittman PPR. This one's easy. Harris, we're going with Mike Evans. Uh, Marquise Brown or Brian Robinson, half PPR. I think I'm going to lean into this matchup for Marquise Brown. It's Seattle. Seattle's not good against opponent wide receivers. They allow the most wide receiver points per game. In a, in a half PPR, it's still true. They allow 37.88. So seven touchdowns, over 1,000 yards, 90 catches. It's a good spot for Marquise Brown. I think he's the blow-up spot you're looking for. Now, it's a decent matchup here for Brian Robinson and the commander's running backs here. So if you think he is the safer play, I get it. I'm going to probably go for the ceiling play with Marquise Brown, though. 
Sports Dog says, been using Detroit defense. Would you trust them this weekend against the Ravens? This will probably be the toughest team they will face this year. And would you pick up another defense or just see what happens? Um, I, I, I don't think the Lions, if you start the Lions defense, I don't think they're going to sink you if, if that matters. We know Lamar Jackson tends to, to have turnovers every now and then. The Ravens do fumble the ball every now and then too. So uh, Hutchinson can get some sacks. It's still a good defense. And I think it's a, a usable defense. Um, if you're looking for someone and one of these teams are available, I mean, obviously Buffalo is probably picked up, but I like Seattle's defense at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, San Fran's probably owned. Kansas City's probably owned. I, I might play the Raiders defense over the Chicago Bears this weekend. That's probably the one that I would probably – I think I would lean into that. If the Raiders are out there, I would probably play the Raiders it does look like the Ravens are projected to score towards the top half of the league, about 22.5 point total for the Ravens in this one. They're expecting the Bears to score about 17.25. So that's probably what I would do if I look at the projected team totals here. Yeah, the Patriots projected to score the fewest. The Bears projected to score the second fewest. So I think the Raiders are the, are the move. Um, No, I don't, I don't think we need to pick up DJ Dallas. Um, it's going to be a big Kenneth Walker game. And it, it, I think it's too early to rule out Charbonnet here. Um, hmm. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't pick up DJ Dallas. I must, if, if let, let's see tomorrow, if Charbonnet misses tomorrow, then we can think about Dallas there, Charlene. Can I have an update on the 49ers? So the issue with the 49ers is, and this is the issue with Monday Night Football in general, is they don't have to put out practice reports till Thursday. So nothing out there on the 49ers, unfortunately, Harris. We're going to have to wait till tomorrow to get all these newses. Um, but they're holding out hope for McCaffrey, for Debo, and I believe Trent Williams as well. If I had to guess, though, I don't think Debo is going to play. And I'm leaning towards CMC not playing. They should be able to beat the Vikings without these guys. But um, if that's the case... We're looking at a split backfield between Jordan Mason and Elijah Mitchell. And I know last night on the waiver wire show, I kind of pumped up Jordan Mason a little bit, but I want to hold out on Jordan Mason just a little bit. I think Elijah Mitchell is the veteran. They trust him to run the ball. They've trusted him a lot to carry the load. I think they like him a lot. And it was his first game back last weekend. Uh, the coach speak out of Kyle Shanahan basically said, yeah, it, we played Jordan Mason over, over, Mitchell because Mitchell hadn't been practicing until last week. So I think that could flip in this one. Uh, I think if I had to start one, say CMC's out and I had to start one, I'm probably going to start Elijah Mitchell, but it's probably going to be a 50, 50 split. So, uh, but yeah, I'm assuming no Debo assuming again, McCaffrey 50, 50 call right now. Good evening, Daniel start two half PPR Stevenson, Gibbs, Roshan, Deontay and Palmer. And yeah, it's tough because we don't know anything on, Gibbs's status yet we don't know anything on Roshan's status yet so we're going to need more uh more news on those guys I think Daniel if I had to pick today <clears throat> if I have to pick today I think I'm going to go with Deontay and Palmer the healthy receivers here Deontay going up against the Rams and Palmer against the Chiefs they're gonna have to throw the ball here so I'm leaning towards getting those guys involved uh, before I get to more questions, I want to jump back over here. Let's cover the Cardinals at the Seahawks. Seahawks picked to win by eight over under 44 and a half. Um, the big news out of Arizona is Kyler Murray is practicing. Now he's not playing this weekend, probably not playing week eight. They're, they're saying maybe week eight, but I think by week nine is when we'll see 
Kyler Murray back. Now, I don't think he's really a viable QB1 option for you in your single QB leagues, but for Superflex is where he comes into play. But either way, Josh Dobbs, a low-end QB2 for Superflex leagues. I think you want to get Marquise Brown in the lineup. I know he didn't play great last weekend, but the targets are there for him. He's going to connect on some, some deep plays, hopefully, in this one. And then it's a mess <clears throat> at the running back spot here. Di Mercado actually played the most snaps last weekend and, and he ran the most routes. He was the third down back, but just didn't get any fantasy points. So it's probably a mess either way. If I had to start one, it's probably Keonta Ingram, but I'm not super in love with it. So I'm probably avoiding all Cardinals backs in this one. Say no to the Cardinals defense. And then I do want to note last weekend, we saw a shift in the tight ends. You should probably go and just like get rid of Zach Ertz. If, if you're starting Zach Ertz, he's not a good start this weekend. We saw last weekend, Trey McBride, Finally jumped Zach Ertz, more snaps, more touches, more routes, more targets. It looks like Trey McBride uh, is going to be the tight end one for the rest of the way going for the Cardinals. But I need to see another week of that. He's one of those guys where it's like, <clears throat> if I can uh, if I can stash a tight end this weekend, it would be Trey McBride because if he has a good game, we're going to be talking about him on the waiver wire. So I like McBride, keep an eye on him. And then, yeah, on the Seahawks side, Geno Smith's a QB1. He looks better as a, as a super flex QB2. It's Kenneth Walker game, though. He's going to destroy the Cardinals. You're starting DK Metcalf. You're starting Tyler Lockett. Jackson Smith and Jigba had his first decent game uh, last weekend. So he's he should be picked up if he's available in PPR formats. Uh, and again, we're waiting for the health of DK Metcalf. He didn't practice today, but I'm assuming he's going to play. I'm assuming Lockett's going to play. Start the Seahawks defense and then... Yeah, obviously Charbonnet, we're going to watch for his hamstring thing. He didn't practice today. We'll know more tomorrow. Packers Broncos. Let me get to some questions here. 18 PPR, six points. I need one RB, James Cook, B-Rob, Roshan, and Jeff Wilson. Still an IR. Bye week is limiting my options. So even though, like, I'm not going to trust Jeff Wilson blindly in his first game back. I don't expect him to get a lot of work in his first game back. I know he's been practicing for a week now, which is great, but it's a tough matchup against Philadelphia. I want to see what that looks like. Raheem Mostert's still playing lights out right now, so it's not Jeff Wilson here. Uh, I do like James Cook. I don't know about Roshan Johnson. I'm going to take Brian Robinson. If you need the one guy, it's a good matchup against the Giants. I, I kind of trust him to be the guy in touches, and uh, yeah, he's been scoring touchdowns. So. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. We, uh, I, the fantasy gods give it and they take it. Uh, but right now they are giving you a six and zero, Charlene. So keep it up, but yeah, bless you as well. Thank you for hanging out with me. Um, Curtis Samuel or Debo Samuel PPR. I, again, I, I don't know if Debo is going to play. If, if we don't see any positive signs on Debo Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you're going to have to start Curtis Samuel. And honestly, it's not a bad matchup to play Curtis Samuel right now. You know, you're, you're playing a dinged up Debo versus a healthy Curtis Samuel who's been hot. He scored three straight touchdowns in three straight weeks. <clears throat> I'm probably going to lean Curtis Samuel here. And yeah, Bucks defense, man, it's an interesting spot. I, I can see the Falcons just imploding here. There's, there's been rumors of them trying to trade for Kirk Cousins. There's been, you know, rumors and rumblings about cutting Desmond Ritter short and going with Taylor Heineke. Uh, DJ Moore is not like a must start this weekend. You'd have to let me know who your options are, but I, I want to lean towards getting him in there. Like Tyson Badgett, he's got one job: hand the ball off, and if he needs to throw it, he's got to throw it to DJ Moore. But anyways. Packers at Denver Broncos. Packers picked to win by one in this game. You have a 44 and a half point total. Packers coming off of a bye. Kind of open to the Packers offense 
you know, playing well again in this one. I think Aaron Jones is going to play. I haven't listed as questionable, but we know Watson's healthy. And we also know uh, that Jordan Love could put up a top five, top 10 QB day against this Broncos defense. So I want to stream Jordan Love as a top 10 play. If Aaron Jones plays, yeah, you're playing him. This is the best matchup he's going to get probably the rest of the season. I want to play Christian Watson. I want to stream Luke Musgrave if you need a tight end. He should still be picked up too. If you guys are, you know, playing whack-a-mole at tight end, Musgrave should be on your roster. Uh, and then Romeo Dobbs, I know he had a kind of a dud last weekend. I'm not sure what happened, uh, but I'm open to him being a wide receiver three flex in this game. Packers defense is startable. Jaden Reed, A.J. Dillon, leave these guys on the bench. But, hey, uh, because of bye weeks, I'm actually starting Jaden Reed in my most important league this weekend. I have Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb uh, on bye here, so I'm kind of short, thin at wide receiver. So Jaden Reed getting the call up in my flex, he could be decent. He could be decent this weekend, and who knows? Rookies after the bye week typically uh, tend to get a little bump. Uh, on the Broncos side, I think Russell Wilson's just a QB2 for super flex leagues. Packers defense is actually okay. They had the one bad game against the Lions, but otherwise they've been actually pretty decent. Cortland Sutton, a wide receiver three flex. He's probably the only receiver I'm comfortable starting in this one. Jerry Judy is just not looking very good at all. Uh, and I'm okay with Javante Williams and Jaleel McLaughlin as low-end RB2 flexes. Say no to the Broncos defense. We're going to leave Mims, Troutman, and P. Ryan on the bench. Uh, this is probably the Sunday early game of the week here. Chargers at the Chiefs. Chiefs by five and a half, 49 implied in this one. Get your guys in this one. You know you're starting Herbert, Eckler, Keenan Allen, and I, th I, th I thought Josh Palmer looked really good last last uh, Monday night. He had an opportunity to score a touchdown on the first drive of the game, and he did score a touchdown, but they called it back from a penalty. So he could have had a huge day, and he also had another big catch call back, I think, in the opening drive of the third quarter. So <clears throat> a potentially big day that was missed for Josh Palmer. I want to lean towards getting him in my lineup. Say no to the Chargers defense. Everett, Quinton Johnson, Kelly Parham, just say no. Uh, on the Chiefs side of things, you're starting Mahomes. Pacheco looks like a running back one right now. I love his usage. And then, yeah, you're starting Kelsey. And I think I think it's time to start Rasheed Rice. Um, it's coming together for him. And without Justin Watson this weekend for maybe a couple more games too, his opportunity should go up. He's getting a lot of targets on limited routes, but Hey, if he, if he starts to increase his route usage and his snaps, look out, we have the chiefs wide receiver one. So pick him up. If he's available, please Rashi rice, one of the best pickups for the rest of the year. I think he's going to be a startable asset for us. Maybe the chiefs defense in this one, but a little bit scared of this one being a high scoring game. And then I'm going to say no to all these guys here. I just don't trust anybody here. Maybe Kadarius Tony, if you need someone as a wide receiver, three, situation. Uh, I'm going to get back to some more questions in a second, but I'm going to finish the Sunday night game and the Monday night game, and then we'll open it up and we'll finish the show with questions. So Sunday night football, this game is pretty exciting. Dolphins at Philadelphia, minus two for Philly, 52 and a half. It's the highest point total of the weekend here. Uh, on the Dolphins side, you know who you're starting. You're starting Tua, Raheem, Tyreek, and Waddle. Jalen Waddle finally starting to put some good games together here. Uh, I think the buy low opportunity is probably coming to a close here soon. So if you want to get Waddle, this might be your last chance to do so. Say no to the Dolphins defense. And then, yeah, I'm not starting Jeff Wilson yet. I, I want to see what his usage looks like. Salvin Ahmed's healthy too, so he could be on the field as well. Um, so we'll, we'll wait and see here. But I do think Jeff Wilson needs to be rostered at this point. 
On the Eagles side, it's pretty simple. We know who we're using. You're using Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Swift, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, and Dallas Goddard. Now, Devonta Smith didn't practice today, so we're watching for that. I can't remember what it was. It might have been a hamstring or something. Um, so if he doesn't practice tomorrow, we'll talk. But uh, Dallas Goddard, A.J. Brown need to be in your lineups. We'll see about Devonta Smith, who's been uh, kind of a disappointing uh, player the last few games here. Say no to the Eagles defense, and then Kenneth Gainwell, just a stash play right now. Monday night football, a lot of questions. We don't have practice reports on this game, so I'll kind of go quickly. 49ers picked a win by six and a half, 43 and a half total implied in this one. Brock Purdy's just a QB2 for Superflex leagues, just because, you know, the potential for no Debo, no CMC has me worried just a little bit. I think Brandon Ayuk, he's going to be a wide receiver one this weekend. We Even if Debo plays, you know, Debo's not 100%. I, you want to play Brandon Ayuk. I, I'm for sure about that. Maybe it's a George Kittle game. Battle the tight ends here. It's kind of fun. You want to play George Kittle if Debo's dinged up. And then, yeah, I have Jordan Mason in here as a flex. I'm going to move Elijah Mitchell up to flex as well. I think both guys can be low-end RB2 plays if you need them and, and CMC is out. I'm going to start that 49ers defense. And then, yeah, we need obviously we need more information on Debo and CMC. This could all change uh, in a day or two. On the Vikings side, I think Kirk Cousins is more of a super flex QB2. Madison kind of took control of the backfield again last weekend, so he's just a low-end RB2 flex play. Uh, but I want to play Addison. I want to play TJ Hawkinson. Maybe KJ Osborne if you're in a desperate spot with the bye weeks and whatnot. He can be a low-end wide receiver three flex. Say no to that Vikings defense, and then we'll leave Akers and Powell uh, either on the waiver wire or on the bench. But there you have it. The week seven start sit charts all there for you guys. Uh, and yeah, let's open it up to some questions and we'll hang out uh, for the next 15 minutes or so. Daniel says Browns or Bucks. I'm going Browns. <clears throat> the Browns defense, man, it's pretty dang elite. I think I'm just going to leave them in my life. Like, if you have the ability to, to, to pick up the Browns, do it. If you have the ability to start the Browns, I think they're probably a team that I'm fine with just leaving out there every game, no matter who they play, because they've shown us they're pretty elite. <clears throat> these nuts my name is jeff good evening uh rbs are saquon white roshan and spears wide receivers puka wilson Pittman, collins and flowers who should i put with goddard for Bijan? <clears throat> i have waller who should i put with goddard for Bijan? hmm i mean if if you can so you're you're trying to trade away and get Bijan. if this is a trade question I mean, it, it, you're probably not going to be able to send White, Roshan, or Spears. You're probably going to have to send Saquon Barkley to do that. Um, you're probably going to have to ask him what receiver he likes the most. I I, prob, I I probably would rather have Dallas Goddard over Darren Waller, but that's just me. Um, you're, you're probably going to have to send either Garrett Wilson and Goddard, Ridley and Goddard. That's probably what it's going to cost. If you can try Nico Collins and Goddard, I think that would make most sense. But honestly. Um, I wouldn't do Puka. I wouldn't trade Puka. I think you can keep Pittman, but if you can offer him, hey, I want to send you Goddard plus your choice of Pittman, Collins, or Flowers, I'm okay with that. Sit one, Kirk, Cooper, Andrews, Davis. Um, hmm. I'm going to play Kirk. Cooper we don't know about yet. It's I'm going to play Andrews. Um so it's between Gabe Davis and Amari Cooper. It's probably Gabe Davis just because I think Cooper can lead his team in targets still. So it's probably – I would rank them as Kirk, Andrews, Cooper, Davis there, Daniel. Yikes. Um, 
I mean, they're, they're these guys are both not really rosterable right now, Harris. If we need an injury for ETN for Bigsby to be of use, and even if that happens, I'm not sure Bigsby gets all the the work anyways because they're going to use Jermichael Hasty and Dearness Johnson, and with Pirine, he's RB three behind Jaleel and Javante. So I'm not really like this is a tough question. If I had to choose one right now, it's probably Pirine just because he is still involved. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, good evening to Mike. Hope you're doing well. Two questions about trade in two different leagues. Would you trade away Pickens and Andrews for Kelsey? Probably. I think so, man. Assuming you don't need Pickens. You know, if Pickens is your number four, number five receiver. Cash it in. Go upgrade Andrews to Kelsey. And then number two, would you trade away Rashi, Osborne, and Roshan for Amari? My other receivers are Puka, Olave, Garrett Wilson, Deontay. Hmm. Probably not. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to hold on to this one because I think Rashi Rice is a guy that I want to hold on to my roster for the rest of the season. I do like Amari Cooper, but hey, we got Deshaun Watson with a shoulder injury right now. We could be looking at games where P.J. Walker starts. Uh, I'm not super excited about it. I do like Amari Cooper, but I think the power of Rashi and Roshan on my bench excites me a little bit more than Amari Cooper does. So I'm going to hold uh, on to those guys there, Mike. Devontae Target's going to Goddard right now. Kind of disappointing for him. Uh, it's it's disappointing all the way around. I mean, at, at least AJB is eating. So hopefully you guys have AJB in your leagues. Uh, but otherwise, it, it looks like there's not enough volume for all three guys to hit. Um, because now, now we have DeAndre Swift hitting. So there is room for three players to hit. In Philadelphia, it just it just sucks that there's four of them. You know, you got AJ, you got Devonta, you got Goddard, and DeAndre Swift. I, it's going to be very difficult for all through all four to hit. Uh, and right now, Devonta Smith's kind of the odd man out. I do think it's an opportunity to buy low in Devonta Smith, though, because hey, like we've seen injuries happen. You know, with AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard's never played a full season either. Like, if if an injury happens to somebody, we're going to be all over those guys that are still healthy. So uh, Charlene says in your leagues, do you use total points that you could accumulate over the season? We do as two wild cards teams. So if I lose my points are okay. So this is a great question. I'm glad you asked. So my most important, important league, we're in our 14th season. We have uh, it's a 12 team league and we do seven teams make the playoffs. So just like the NFL, uh, the number one team gets the buy and then the other six teams, uh, they all play each other. I'll get to that in a second. But what we do is everything's, you know, record. That's like kind of the main thing. But tiebreaker is points. So what we do is, you know, if if the second and third team are tied with the record, that seed gets determined by whoever has most points. Uh, and then that final seventh seed, we hold out and say that's reserved for most points. So record does not matter there. You could be 0-14, but if you have the most points of the teams that are not locked into the top six, you make the playoff. So that's my favorite format, um, seven-team playoff. And uh, the first week, the one seed's on by. And then I have this thing in my leagues called the Rumble. We do the first round of the fantasy playoffs where you have seeds two, three, four, five, six, and seven. There is no head-to-head matchups. Everybody plays everybody, and we take the top three scores and move them into the final four, and then the final four is a head-to-head format. So uh, that's kind of how I play. But, yeah, points, 
points should be the tiebreaker because just because um, if I'm playing Charlene this weekend and I have Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb, Dak Prescott all on by and her team's full strength, you know, is it a really good representation that she beats me um, and she should have the higher seed than me if we tie? I, I don't know. I, so I like most points as the tiebreaker there. Trey McBride or Tutu Owl, have PPR rest of season. Uh, if you need the tight end, Harris, it's probably Trey McBride. And I'm I'm probably more excited about Trey McBride. I've seen Zach Ertz's name thrown out in a lot of trade rumors. So he's probably the one uh, that I would that I would go with. Um, no problem, Ron. We haven't seen you for a while. Congrats, dude. Ron. Congrats, man. I'm happy for it. I'm so excited for you, dude. Um, <laughs> yes. We got another. We got another fantasy footballer in the uh, in the queue. Maybe he'll be in the stream someday too. So congrats, Ron! Fantastic news, man. Happy to hear. Hopefully, he's, hopefully everything's good and you guys are at home chilling. I can't believe that, man. That's that's fantastic. This is the first ever um, the fantasy fellowships first first uh, first born person here that we've talked about on the stream here. So pretty cool. Is Lawrence leading to play? Uh, it sounds like it there, Daniel. It sounds like it. He might be a little bit gimpy. He might not be completely himself, but he's going to play, it sounds like. Uh, Ray Gamer, uh, should I play Browns D versus Colts or Buccaneers versus Falcons? Also, for my kicker, would you play Hopkins versus Colts, Myers versus Cardinals, Boswell or Brakey? Ah, so, okay. I'm going to play the Browns defense. It's a tough matchup um, at Indianapolis, but not really. Gardner Minshew is kind of a joke uh, sometimes. So I'm going to lean Browns D. That is elite. I'm fine with Bucks D, but I'm going to choose Browns if I can. Uh, for the kicker, I actually have uh, an interesting little tool for you guys. Um, one of my favorite websites that I like to use to just look stuff up, it's fftoday.com. If you go to the stats tab um, and you scroll down a little bit here, you can see the fantasy points allowed to kickers, which is really cool. Um, so the commanders – one of the best teams to start kickers against the Titans. They're on by the Broncos, one of the teams that allow the most points here. So technically the Packers kickers a good play. Um, Dustin Hopkins versus the Colts. The Colts allow the six most points here. So that's a good one. They are in a dome as well, uh, but so are the Cardinals. Cardinals are allowing the most points here as well. But uh, I'm probably going to lean with Dustin Hopkins versus the Colts. It's in a dome. I like that opportunity here. So I'm fine with playing Browns D and the Browns kicker. Uh, if you want to pivot towards Jason Myers, he'd be my next choice. Don't really trust Chris Boswell in the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. And then Blake Rupi tomorrow night. Just not excited about it. So I'm going to lean Hopkins. You can convince me that Jason Myers is the guy, though. Um, we got Hurts versus Dolphins, Waddle versus Eagles, Olave versus Jags, Barkley versus Commanders, James Cook versus Patriots. All right. That's a good-looking lineup this weekend. I like uh, I like the matchups, and it's it's really well-balanced. Um, you got you got strong players at every every position here, so this looks pretty good, Ray. DJ Moore start this week. Uh, I thought I answered that already. I, I think he – you'd have to let me know who else you have there, Harris. I, I'm going to lean towards playing him because I think he's going to be the leading target, but it is, it is a risk. I think I'm going to still play him. Yeah, let's leave Dustin Hopkins in there, Ray. Marquise Brown or Brian Robinson, half PPR. Uh, I think I answered that already, Harris. Yeah, I don't know if you missed it, but I'm going to lean. I'm going to lean. I said Marquise Brown earlier, but I'm going to change it up to Brian Robinson. In a half PPR league, I usually go with the running back. 
trade James Cook for Aaron Jones. Yeah, man, I'm into that. That's a good trade. Uh, Aaron Jones healthy rest of the season, hopefully. He's going to be the focal point of the Packers offense. So I like it. James Cook hasn't really taken control of the Buffalo backfield. They're still using Latavius Murray. Uh, I'm going to say Aaron Jones is the guy I prefer. Dell or McLaughlin rest of season. It ultimately depends if you need a running back or a wide receiver. I think the guy that I trust more in my starting lineup right now would be Tank Dell, assuming he's back next weekend, which I think they said he is. I'm going to go Tank Dell. Trade of Montgomery and Cook for Jacobs and Hall. Oh, my goodness. That's a steal. Jacobs and Brees, nicely done. Um, Jacoby or Wondell Robinson. Um, mm, I'm going to lean Jacoby Myers. He did play well with Brian Hoyer last weekend. Um, it's, a, it's an ugly matchup against the Bears in Chicago. Jacoby's been really good, though, and I think he's got a decent floor here. So I'll say Jacoby Myers, but they're both good choices, Harris. They're both good choices. Rondell's really safe. Like, Rondell's good for 8 to 10 points. So, but I'm going to lean Jacoby. Um, yep, that's that's the beauty of it. And the number one thing about what we're talking about here, Charlene, is fantasy football we as managers, we can only set the best lineup for our team to score points. We can't physically play defense and stop our opponent from scoring points, technically. So uh, I, I hate it, you know, when my team scores the second most points in a week and I play the team that scored the most, it's frustrating. You shouldn't be dinged for that with the record. Um, so my number one advice would be to make sure that last team that's in, in the playoffs, it should be a points, uh, a points uh, opportunity. Um, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, the Lions, I picked up the Lions and stashed them. I'm going to be rotating Saints and the Lions are the two teams that I'm going to be probably streaming for the rest of the year. And yeah, fantastic to hear, man. Super stoked. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll help you help you get another win this weekend, Ron. <clears throat> yeah, so Metcalf with his um with his hip and his is it his knee? can't remember what it was what his, uh, his earlier injury was but he's gonna miss a lot of Wednesdays he even missed Thursday last weekend and he still played so I'm not overly concerned with Metcalf now there is there is like a um there's a tell um that I that I look for when a player is like questionable to play but they're like interviewing him probably a good chance that he's gonna play um so we'll watch for DK Metcalf interviews yep Pick two PPR, Kenny Pickett, Jimmy Garoppolo, Gibson, Michael Wilson, Kenneth Gainwell, Noah Fant. Um, yeah, I don't think Jimmy G is going to play. So I'm playing Kenny Pickett, and then I will play – yikes. Uh, it's probably Kenny Pickett and Michael Wilson there, Harris. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, Browns – Brown. Like honestly, I think you can leave the Browns in your lineup for the rest of the season. You know, if I'm being real, like I just sure they might have a bad game every now and then, but I think they're going to have great games often. Marquise Brown, Calvin Ridley, half PPR. Um, again, it's a tough matchup tomorrow night for Calvin Ridley. He's been kind of hit or miss. I kind of trust Marquise Brown going up against the Seattle Seahawks. So I'm going to lean Marquise Brown. Pickens or Deontay. Um, if it's full PPR, Justin, we're going to go with Deontay. Um, oh, there we go. <laughs> Fantastic, Ray. Uh, Justin says, Walker, Ridley, Addison, Gibbs. Need one. It's Walker. 
Walker, Walker, Walker. Walker's got the dream matchup against the Arizona Cardinals. Last weekend, we saw Kieran freaking Williams torch the Cardinals in the second half. It's it's Kenneth Walker week. He might be the RB1 this weekend, so I love Kay Walker. Michael Thomas, Warren, Wanda Robinson need one. I'm probably going to go with either Warren or Wandale. Uh, I typically avoid flexes on Thursday night football. If they're not like a must-start player, I'm usually not playing that person. So I'm, I'm kind of concerned about that. Uh, if you need two from this question, Justin, I'm not sure. Is it two from Warren Wandale? I would rank them as probably Warren Wandale Michael Thomas. I dropped the Eagles D for the Browns. Yeah, the Eagles have a tough schedule coming, and also they're they're pretty banged up right now. Um, they're missing some guys, Jalen Carter, Darius Slay, uh, and yeah, you mentioned the schedule. So Eagles are not necessarily a, a must start right now. That's uh, well, that's well put. And uh, my my brother, who usually pops in the stream, his name's Andrew. I, I talked to him a lot about this too. It's like again, we can't control our opponent, <clears throat> and fantasy football is supposed to be fun. So I I don't let my my win loss column affect my, my, my mindset and my mood. Um, I do get disappointed when my team doesn't score a lot of fantasy points. Cause that means I probably didn't deserve to win. Um, and sometimes you get gifted those games where, Hey, you know, the opponent didn't score a lot of points and you didn't either. And you still won. Uh, but yeah, my focus is I'm trying to put as many points up on the board. So hopefully you guys have that safety net for your playoffs as well. Uh, Fairburn or Nick Folk? So, uh, I think it's going to be Fairburn, uh, Ray, because Nick Folk, I think he's the Titans kicker, I believe. Uh, we don't know if Ryan Tannehill is going to play. This could be a Malik Willis, could be a, um, uh, mayonnaise banana man offense. Will Levis don't know how many points the Titans are going to be scoring. I'm going to lean with Fairburn here. Cause I do like the Texans offense. Um, I don't love Brandon Powell. Um, he's more of a deeper stash here. Uh, did he play okay last weekend? Let's take a look at Powell. Uh, I do have to get going here shortly though, guys. He only had four targets, three for 20. You know, he's a, you know, this would be his, this is what I would expect Harris four to nine points. Uh, and if he does somehow get a touchdown, that's cool too. Um, so he's kind of a low end play. If you're, if you're looking for a guy in that one question you asked earlier, I'm probably going to play Michael Wilson. If that's what you're looking for. Jets making the playoffs, man. Like they're going to be there in the mix. I, I, I think it's going to be 10 and seven that ultimately gets in and you still have the chance of Rogers coming back, uh, which would be pretty crazy. So jets are, are there, they're going to be there. They're going to be there in the end of December. Browns are one of the best defenses, but why they don't score so many fantasy points, not many turnovers. I think that might be it. Um, and it ultimately depends on your league setting because I think the biggest thing that I've noticed is every league has different um, thresholds for scoring. Like if you allow zero to six points, you know, is that, you know, how many fantasy points is that worth? So I think that's kind of the biggest difference here, but uh, they're, they're getting sacks. They're getting, they're getting, they're getting good numbers here. So, uh, I'm going to play the Browns defense. Who is the deep running back you like to stash? That is a great question, Harris. Let's pull that up. Let me see. 
Alrighty, we're looking for a deep stash running back. Right, we're going to go to page two. So this running back is going to be under 40% owned on ESPN. Uh, I do think it's Tajay Spears if he's available. Uh, I did see a, a Derrick Henry trade rumor. So that could be that could be fun for Tajay Spears. Again, I don't really know if I love this offense, if it's Malik Willis or Will Levis. But Tajay Spears is one stash. Uh, I do think it might be Devin Singletary. I'm curious to see what this backfield split looks like next week off the bye between Singletary and Damian Pierce. So that's a decent stash for deep leagues. Uh, I do think Jordan Mason's a deep stash. Um, not sure about Keaton Mitchell yet. We didn't see him last weekend, but he's an interesting stash. It's probably Fournette. Like if I had to stash somebody and just say, hey, what the hell? It's probably Fournette. But I think I gave you enough names there to, uh, to keep an eye on. So we'll say those names. And uh, I'm, I'm feeling okay. I don't know why. Sometimes like my vote, my voice gets a little scratchy when I'm talking uh, a lot here, but I did sneeze earlier too, but tis the season, tis the season. I'll go get some, some high C's and some vitamin C's and things like that. But thank you so much. I will stay healthy for you guys. I will stay healthy. We're going to be good for the rest of the season. And uh, one last question for the evening here. We'll get to this here. Alpha Azir. Good evening. Hope you're doing Fantastic here. 14 PPR trade Josh Downs for Michael Thomas. Other receivers are Hollywood, Josh Palmer, and Cooper Cup. Uh, I think this one's pretty safe for me. I'm, I'm going to stay with Josh Downs. Um, I mean, he's got some upside in there with, with Gardner Minshew now. He finally caught a touchdown last weekend. He's had three viable games with Gardner Minshew starting. So I think he's a little bit more exciting. Not very excited, uh, you know, right now with Michael Thomas. He's Michael Thomas is fine. He's safe for 8 to 12 points. But Michael Thomas has had trouble staying healthy throughout his career. So uh, in a full PPR league, I'm going to keep Josh Downs uh, in that one. But, hey, I do like Marquise. I like Palmer. I like Cup. I'm going to stick with Josh Downs here. Uh, but, hey, guys, uh, do you like Clyde Edwards-Alaire? Uh, Edwards-Alaire is just um, – he's. He, I mean, he's an ultimate handcuff stash here. He's not going to be – uh, getting any playing time unless uh, unless Pacheco goes down. So he's an injury away from being uh, of use here. But he, I think he's looked okay. Uh, but I think I would prefer some of the other guys that I've discussed here. I might even take a shot on Fournette over Clyde. But uh, either way, if, that, if that's the only one you can get, I, I'm fine with stashing Clyde. I've stashed Clyde a couple times this season, so it's not a bad play. But either way, guys, I'm going to get out of here. We'll see you tomorrow night, 6.30 p.m. Central Time. We'll go live, and uh, we'll cover all the practice reports and get you guys ready for Thursday Night Football. And uh, I'll take any more questions you guys got tomorrow night. Again, 6.30 p.m. Central Time. Enjoy the rest of your night. Stay healthy. Stay safe, guys. Peace. Mm -hmm.